From the United Nations in Bonn, I am Leonie Beck. And I'm Monja Sovagia. And we are the hosts of Inside UN Bonn, your podcast about the people and stories behind the United Nations in Bonn. Carnival is celebrated around the world, including Rio de Janeiro, New Orleans and Venice. While it is a festival in these cities, it is a whole season in the Rhine region of Germany. The fifth season, the carnival season, is declared open at 11 minutes past 11 on the 11th of the 11th month, November, and then several months later on Ash Wednesday. Street Carnival in the Rhineland, a week-long street festival, also called the Crazy Days, takes place between Fat Thursday and Ash Wednesday, and during these days, you can expect to see people dress as classic Jekka, a satire of the military, and other creative costumes. Carnival in the Rhine region started in the Middle Ages. It was first mentioned in 1220, and it is a very unique thing. For example, carnival societies have been an integral part of the culture in the Rhineland for hundreds of years. They organized sessions and parades throughout the cities. A few years ago, the UN Funken were founded, the Carnival Society of the United Nations in Bonn. Today we are talking to two of its founders who are now the president and the princess of the society. Heidi is Canadian-American and Audrey is Australian. Hi you two, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for having us. So we already mentioned that Carnival here in Bonn is very special. What did you think when you first experienced it? Let's see, I was, I was 18 at the time when I arrived. I came over as an exchange student and I was completely unprepared for... The street carnival. It was like nothing that I'd experienced before. And I was walking to meet some friends and there were people dancing in the street. They had costumes on. They were running around. And I remember one of these, one of the fellows was just kind of running down the street, stopped in front of me, grabbed me, gave me a kiss on the cheek and then ran off again. <laughs> so that was, and that was the <laughs> first day of carnival for me. And I just remember standing there in the street and just kind of thinking, what, why didn't somebody warn me? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> But after that, it's, it's become such a fabulous time. Every year I'm so excited about, about the carnival season. And for me, we arrived in Germany 12 years ago and my cousin was very, very much into carnival and he dragged me to every single carnival party in Bonn and Bargordersburg. And I think the kicker was he took me to a party at his work, which was at the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. And I was, I was so stunned because it's like they were given a day just to dress up and celebrate and drink beer and have fun together. And it was a little bit overwhelming at the time. And it wasn't until I had my daughter that I really kind of got into the spirit of carnival, but it was, it, it was something different, like I'd never seen before. So you've probably had to explain carnival to family and friends back home or to new colleagues who recently joined you in Bonn. How do you explain the fifth season to people who are not from here? I normally kind of try to explain it a little bit, first starting with the historical background. You know, carnival is, is really, really old. It's nothing new. And it's been changing over the years as well. And don't quote me on this, but what I try to tell them are things like the idea of throwing the candy from the floats was born from previously the, the people having their food storages over the winter. 
And when the spring was coming, they wanted to get rid of that food storage to make room for new food. So that's how that idea of throwing food from the floats came about. And also the the wonderful costumes that we see today with the gods from the various associations, they all have a touch of the French military uniforms and that goes back to the oppression of under the French that they went through in this area. And that kind of, I think that gives the people an idea about how long the tradition is actually in this area and that it's not just about going out, getting drunk, dressing up and having a good time, but it's actually the the history of it is so far reaching, which makes it fantastic. My family is actually from Bargoldersburg. My father was born in Bargoldersburg, but he moved to Australia when he was very young. And so my family really didn't celebrate carnival in Australia anyway. So I had to explain to him about what carnival what carnival was. And I suppose they see all the photos of me when I'm celebrating. And, and for me, it's a really nice way to connect with my heritage. My family left here in the 60s. And so for me, it's it's about finding identity and and to have a connection with my family. And I still have family here who do celebrate. And they very early on the piece were trying to convince me to get involved, you know, and um, I hesitated. And it was the UN Funken that kind of brought me in and made me love Carnival. And now I'm actually not only part of the UN Funken, but I'm also part of a, another traditional Carnival club in Bargordersburg as well. Ah, very nice. Uh, so I can imagine that some of the carnival traditions uh, in the Cologne region seem quite random to experts. My favorite one, for example, is the Nobelverbrennung, the burning of the doll, which witnessed all the sins you committed during the carnival season. The Nobel is a doll and it's placed in the local bars and observes everyone. Um, what's What's your favorite thing about carnival here? I think it's changed over time, actually. In the beginning, when I was you know, younger, I was still a student, definitely the street carnival was most fun, going to the different bars and just meeting. You just met so many different people from all nationalities and all languages, and it didn't matter where you came from or where you were going. It was just a, a time to meet with people and, and celebrate, which I really loved. But now, after being part of the UN Funken and being involved in the more traditional side of carnival, which seemed very foreign at the beginning because it's, you know, I like to say that they're, they're very serious about having fun. <laughs> We have these Karnevalssitzungen where it, it's planned out. You have exact protocols of what's supposed to happen during the event and, and you have, you know, people coming and comedians talking or you have these dance groups coming up. But there's a lot of networking that goes on at these kind of things. And at first sight, it looks like it's a little bit boring But if you've been there multiple times, you meet the same people again and again, you get embraced by them and they're so warm and it's so wonderful to have these various contacts in it, be it from the ministry or from the police or from the city. And what's wonderful about it as well is that Carnival kind of gets rid of the hierarchy that is otherwise there. So you can have, you know, the chief of police celebrating right next to a to a, a patrolman a patrol thank you <laughs> a patrol person sorry a patrol person yes yeah. so and and the patrol person can actually have a higher ranking in carnival than than the chief of police which 
kind of loosens up all of those barriers. And being involved in that has become more fun for me than it was before. Yeah, I agree with Heidi. I think what I enjoy most with the UN Funken is that I get to meet a lot of my colleagues who I wouldn't necessarily meet. And also from different agencies as well. Of course, we have our climate change members, but we have members scattered across all of UN Bonn and also from other international organisations and other people who are associated with the UN. So it's just nice to meet different people. And then also, like Heidi said, meeting people from Bonn and mixing and just enjoying and letting your hair down and, you know, being part of a bigger thing, I think, is also a nice thing. So both of you said you have a special connection to Germany. You have um, some family family here still, and you've been living here since you were an exchange student. How has Carnival helped you to connect to the culture and people in this region? It has been a real opening step to my family. We lived very isolated from our family in, in Germany and Australia. So it's also been really good for my daughter to be able to connect to the culture. She is actually a funk Mauritian. <laughs> so she does the traditional dancing with our club Akapi in Bargordersburg, which is good for her because she's learnt German, obviously, at school. But for her, it's a connection with the language of the region as well. So it's a local dialect. She's learning that there. And also, for me, it's a nice connection with Bargordersburg. And how about you, Heidi? I guess Carnival has brought me closer to the traditions of the area and helped me understand, I guess, the history behind a lot of what's gone on here, which I wouldn't have known if Carnival wouldn't have existed. And I think, like Audrey also mentioned, the local dialect gets a certain amount of charm when you stand next to somebody in one of the bars or at one of the parties and there's this traditional carnival song in the in the dialect and you have somebody standing next to you that actually speaks this dialect and can sing along and can explain to you what they're <laughs> singing and that also kind of connects you with the region as well to get that feeling for this old dialect that still prevails around and you know we have a, a carnival song as one of our as our motto I guess from the Black Furs, which is unsere Stammbaum And I really, really like that song because it connects so much of what we stand for at the UN and just, you know, getting together, everybody, it doesn't matter where you're from, we're standing together right now, it doesn't matter what language you speak, we're, we're all friends here, we're all together, we're in this together. So that song is, is perfect for the UN Funken. Ich bin aus Palermo, brat Spaghettis für ich mit. Und ich, ich wohne Pimok, hüglarisch mit euch mit. Ich bin Grieche, Türke, Jude, Moslem und Buddhist. Mir all mir sind nur Menschen, vom Herr Jad simmiglich. So sind wir alle, die hier kommen. Both of you actually helped found Johan Funken. Can you tell us a bit more about how it came to be? So Patrick 
Van Berelt, and I'm sorry if I pronounced your name wrong, Patrick, is the head of office of UNSSC and well, this is the folklore. I hope this is the true story. He met the mayor of Bonn at an event and the mayor asked him, why isn't there a carnival club for the UN? And so he called for a meeting for people who are interested and Heidi and I were both there as well as some other people. I don't know, I think we have quite a few founding members, like 40 plus founding members and yeah, and that kicked off the UN Funken in 2017. And then that was really quick, actually, because that was in January. And then we had the carnival parade at the end of February. So it was all hands on deck. And we had our first universa, who was Nora, and she's German. And she did a wonderful job in our first year because it was very much we were feeling our way. We, we did have some guidance from one of our members, Suzanne Nolden, and she was wonderful in getting us established and helping us to get things set up. We didn't quite know what we were doing. It's taken a few years and I think we're still learning as we go. Yeah. When uh, UN Funken was founded, like Audrey was saying, so we were founded in January and had to already take part in the parade in February. And that also shows how excited the city of Bonn was to have us get involved and how they'd kind of been, you know, scratching at our door waiting for us to come on board. Because normally it takes a lot longer to get yourself situated and be able to take part in the Rosenmontagzug. So the fact that we were able to get in so quickly just shows how excited the city was to have us join in the carnival. And they have been so open and so welcoming. Both the previous mayor, Ashok Shedran, he welcomed us with open arms. He's also an honorary member and he has his own hat. And every Rosenmontagzug, when we came past the old city hall, he would take off his carnival hat and put on the, the UN Funken hat and become a member for, for a moment as we walked past him. And that was, it was such a wonderful experience to be welcomed so strongly by the people of the city. And now, obviously, unfortunately, COVID came along right when when the new mayor, Katya Durana, came on board. And we've met her only online mm. in uh, our last online carnival party that we had. Mm. And she joined and that was it was a great time. It was really nice meeting her, at least virtually. But we're really looking forward to having a chance to to meet with her in person then this coming season. Yeah, since you founded UN Funken, you've had to learn a lot, as you said, specifically about the inner workings of carnival societies in the region. You said earlier something that actually really made us laugh. You said people here are very serious about having fun. What were some things that surprised you when you started out? There's there's a lot of unspoken rules in the associations. And because they're unspoken, it's very hard to reproduce them there's do's and don'ts that you're not allowed to do or that you should be doing and we're quite oblivious to this still we're really thankful when somebody from an older situated association comes to us and says hey listen you need to be doing this that and the other thing oh oh, oh thank you thank you thank you then we run off and do whatever so and it's also things like who's allowed to give pins who's allowed to receive pins who's allowed to give kisses who's not allowed to give kisses when we're supposed to talk to somebody when we're not supposed to talk to somebody so those are the kind of things and I'm sure we still mess up but we have this kind of Welpenschutz as you would say in German like the protection of of the babies because mm -hmm. we don't we still often don't know what we're doing 
Yeah, I think we're I think we're pretty lucky because I think people kind of look at us and they know <laughs> that we're still quite young and that we're learning as we go. I think it's gotten easier because we have a lot of regular things that we do. We have expat carnival that we've been invited to, which is provided by the city of Bonn and hosted by the mayor. And this is kind of a really good event because for expats or People coming to Bonn, it's a really good event because they have a part of it where they actually introduce Carnival. They also have some acts, so they have some dancers and some bands. So it's really a cool event to learn what Carnival is about. As Heidi mentioned, what I found the most interesting thing was the kissing thing. If we have, for example, like the the Universa, the Universa can kiss men but then the chef, chef de keep, which is like part of the entourage, he's the one who actually kisses the ladies. So I found that really interesting. I'm not sure how that's going to go with COVID. <laughs> All right. <laughs> fist bumps. Yeah, fist bumps, exactly. <laughs> so I think that needs to be changed slightly. But yeah, no, there are some weird things like, you know, the medallions, the ordens who you give the ordens to, who you give pins to. I think in the beginning it was very nerve-wracking, like kind of standing there waiting, do we go on now? Because normally at events there'll be a whole bunch of toletetans, so princes and princesses, adult and children, and you kind of have to know where you are kind of in the pecking order and, you know, they'll have a list of who's first (laughs) And you go down the list. So, yeah, I think that that's that's one of the things. And obviously with any association in Germany, there's a lot of rules and regulations. So even just setting up setting up the club to be an association was a little bit of an ordeal. <laughs> and I think we're getting there in the end. But, yeah, it's all quite complicated and it's the hard work of having fun, really. So you already mentioned how UN Funken is maybe a little bit different. How else is it different to other carnival societies in this region? I would say the first difference is that we just started in 2017, so we don't have a long-standing tradition, which is already a, a huge difference to the other associations. They go back sometimes hundreds of years, so there's no way that we can compare to that. But I think it's also because we're all international for the most part. I mean, we have a few Germans, but for the most part, we're international. Each of us is bringing with us our own cultures, which adds to the fun and the the colorfulness of our association. And each of us also have our own ideas about how celebrating Carnival should look. We get a lot of ideas about what we can do differently or what we should do this year. And we don't have this kind of set way of going at each session or each season It's always a little bit different depending on who's involved Mm -hmm. just because of the colorfulness of where we come from and the different languages and the different experiences that we had. Yeah, for us at the heart of our statutes and at the heart of our membership is sustainability. So many of us work for the United Nations and therefore we highlight the SDGs, the Sustainable Development Goals, when we go to events, in our parade and normally we have on our float some theme that has to do with the SDGs yeah, so I think that, that that makes us different. And we're also looking for more sustainable ways of celebrating carnival. So, for example, we actually for the last few years have offset the carnival for the people of Bond. So we've done that by fundraising with our members and then we gift the... Um, 
offset certificate. Offset certificate. <laughs> That's right. Thank you to the city. So both of you have very special roles within UN Funken. Heidi, what kind of responsibilities do you have as the president of UN Funken? Uh, I guess the, the the role of a president is that what you would expect it to be. I mean, we have we have myself as a president, and then we have a, a secretary and a treasurer, and then we also have the chef to keep, who is in charge of like the entourage that follows the the universa around. And it's it's the role of the president to make sure that everybody's taking care of their responsibilities and that everything's working well. And Audrey, what's your role as Universa, as the princess? So my role is like a figurehead for the UN Funken. And basically that means that when we have events and stuff, I'm representing our club, our association, and I go out and I'll promote the sustainable development goals. This year and last year, we were promoting SDG3, which is about health and well-being for all, which is quite a important subject, especially during this pandemic. And yeah, and, and just being that person who is there to say hi to everybody on behalf of the UN Funken. Yeah. Great. Yeah, you offset the parade, which is quite unique. But can you also give our listeners some tips on how they can celebrate Carnival in a sustainable way? We as a club have made a decision that we don't just throw Carmela out we actually give it to the people rather than throwing so it avoids the waste and also we look at more sustainable options so in the past what we've done is we've had tea bags attached to a little card that has SDG information on it we also have gone running along and like put dots on people's noses flowers as well yeah flowers as well I think it's more about leading by example showing that there are different ways of doing it but of course it's up to each club how they decide on how they're going to take part in carnival but we want to show them that there is a different way they can buy fair Carmela they can look at options of things that don't have so much plastic wrapping but it's each to their own really or they can offset as well Carnival has been around for centuries and has since only been cancelled a few times, for example, during wars or the Great Depression. Last year, it was cancelled due to the pandemic. And you already mentioned that you did an online festival. How, how did this go? Really well, actually. We had a lot of fun. It was a real lot of fun. I think it was kind of bring your own beer, <laughs> which, was, which was great. And it was really lovely because we were having a quiz And the quiz questions were asked by different princes and princesses, so Tolatetan and different people who were in the carnival. And I think it was a lot of fun for everyone. There were breaks with a bit of music and it was it was really well organized. And it was just so nice to see everybody on screen. And I think at that stage we were in a fairly hard lockdown. So for people, I think it was a way of connecting. I'm sure for a lot of people during the pandemic, And people who are involved in carnival, like most of their life from November to March is carnival. And so when we're in this hard lockdown, they wouldn't have had the social interactions that they normally have. And to be honest with you, like I missed, I missed some of our, our regular people who we see only at carnival, you know. So it was nice to see some of those people on the screen. Yeah, it was, it was quite enjoyable. And what have you planned for this year now that the loosening of the restrictions allow larger gatherings again? We're actually not quite sure how far Carnival is going to be able to be celebrated. 
normally around this time, we will start getting invitations to the various events that happen from the city or from, for example, GIZ, BMZ, from the police, for example. And I think it's going to be a touch and feel kind of season still. It's not quite clear how the other associations are going to be celebrating and how large their celebrations are going to be. I haven't actually also received 100% information whether we will have a Rose Monday parade or not, but it looks like other towns around are going forward with it, so I would expect Bonn would do it as well, but we'll see. So it's still kind of touch and go this season. We're ready. Mm-hmm. We are very willing to go to anything that comes up that we are able to take part in. I know on 11-11, there's something on the Bonamarktplatz. Yep. And then uh, for us internally, I think that if we're not able to do something like the parade or the expat carnival, then we'll have to do something again online. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, we really can't say this is what we've what we've got planned because it's still not really clear. Yeah. And I think it's the same for most of the clubs, actually, at the moment. But actually, people can still join the UN Funken. How can people join? They can contact us either via Facebook, we're also on Twitter, or they write to info at unfunken.org. Right. So they can send us an email as well. Or obviously, if they're at events where we are, they can just approach any of us and talk to us about becoming members. And we are looking for for new members. We're always very welcoming, be it from the UN or any person that affiliated or has any kind of vested interest in the UN, they're allowed to approach us for sure and and we'd love to have them. Sounds great. Thank you so much for joining us today. I love and have fun on the 11th of November. Thank, thank you, so you very much. much. Thank you. Being here. And we would also like to thank the Cologne band Blackfuss for allowing us to use their song Unsere Stammbaum in this episode. Vielen Dank. Thank you for listening to Inside UN Bonn. The music is by Tim Moore and the design and visualizations of the podcast were done by me, Monja Sauvager. Thank you to the German Ministry of Foreign Affairs for their generous financial support in making this podcast happen. We will be back soon with more human stories from the people behind Jürgen Bonn. To find out more about Jürgen Bonn's 25th anniversary and the stories behind Jürgen Bonn, please visit www.unbonn.org. On Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, We are at Yuan Bon. Please take the time to review us because it does make a difference. Until next time.